And now, enjoy this free JZO Modcast show. Hey there, this is Ralph Garman, and you are listening to the World of Mythbits. You made an excellent choice. G'day from SA, this is Tim here with episode 221 of the World of Mythbits. And welcome to the outdoor episode of the World of Mythbits. I'm actually out in my front yard at the moment trying to find a pipe, which I have been, a water pipe, which I've been trying to find for probably the last month, I'd say. My uh, front lawn looks like um, the trenches from World War II. I've got uh, divots everywhere. Um, poor people that have been wandering into the front yard to, uh, to use the green bin, the organics bin, have, uh, almost come a cropper falling into holes that they didn't realize were there. Um, and our four cats, uh, our two outdoor cats have really, really been enjoying jumping in and out of the holes, uh, as they nose their way into the line of agapantha plants that we have, um, yeah, lining our front yard. Um, yes, and I'm I'm still digging, still uh, not quite there, still haven't reached my goal of discovering this pipe so that we can try and fix the water hammer that um, that is affecting our uh, our taps. Um, yeah, so hopefully hopefully you will hear a eureka eventually as I'm mumbling away and digging around. But before we get into that. I thought I'd quickly cover off on some exciting housekeeping. Uh, as um, care of our joint chief, um, David K. Montoya. Thank you, sir. Uh, Steph's still on leave at the moment, although I don't know how much leave if you've read the, um, the intro for uh, the latest April uh, edition of World of Myth magazine. I don't know how much rest Steph's actually getting. Uh, still getting lots of contact from her in regards to my uh, upcoming children's story, The Neighbour. Um, so thank you so much for uh, for all your wonderful support, Steph, and Dave as well for your wonderful patience going back and forth with uh, with a few slight minor changes here and there. Um, but anyway, yes, on to um, the housekeeping for episode 221. Here we go. So, let's see if I can find it. Come on. Where are you, Dave? Mr. David K. Montoya. Here we are. Okay. Here we go. Straight off the bat. Dark Myth Publications is excited to announce the release of Michael McGee's book, The Angel of Darkness. I did actually check out MythMart.com. Uh, and I did see that there, which was uh, very exciting for you, Michael McGee. Very cool. A great-looking cover. Um, next up will be uh, May 8th, will be the release of David K. Montoya's Through the Eyes of Madness. And this comes with a public notice that this is not a kid's book. This is a murder mystery, not for the faint of heart or easily offended. But my book, The Neighbour, which is out on uh, May the 9th, 
certainly is a kid's book. It definitely is a kid's book. Recommended for uh, the entire family to enjoy. So please, uh, make sure that you jump on MythMart.com. Make sure that you check out all the wonderful books that are there, all the t-shirts, all the, the great stuff. Uh, support this amazing company, um, Dark Myth Publishing, uh, and also all of its um, additional imprints, uh, like the comic book stuff, um, the children's books that are, are now coming out. Um, yeah, there's lots and lots and lots of exciting stuff that's happening under the, um, the Dark Myth banner. So please make sure you go to mythmart.com and check it all out. And don't forget, book of the month as well. Uh, April 30th is the final day to submit. So this is the second thing for housekeeping. April 30th is the final day to submit your pictures for the fifth annual Open Contracts Challenge. Uh, and not pictures, as in illustrations, but your pictures, uh, as in your ideas and concepts for poetry, short story, a book of short stories, uh, children's book, um, a novel, novella, um, uh, like a combination of, uh, of different um, literary art forms. Whatever you've got, whatever idea is in your head, you've got until 30th of April to submit. Um, go to www.opencontractchallenge.com to enter. Uh, make sure you do. It, uh, the, um, the, the best 20 get selected, and then from the best 20, uh, 10 will make it through. Uh, and then potentially there's an 11th wild card that, uh, that may also make it through. So good luck, everyone. Good luck. Get your entries in. Uh, get them in ASAP. Time is very, very quickly running out. And in fact, by the time this podcast goes live, it may already be April 30th or beyond. And um, you'll have missed out if you hadn't submitted. So please, make sure you do. Channel my, uh, my inner speaking, my thoughts. Now, at this very present moment in time, you've got like literally 24, 48 hours, maybe. Um, unless you're listening to this after the 30th of April, in which case, yeah, the pff, uh, next year. Um, this being the fifth year for the Open Contract Challenge, there's a few new concepts, um, submission insurance or something along those lines, um, interesting concepts to, to sort of get into. Um, and yeah, the, the great, great opportunities for sure. Um, great prizes too, uh, first, second, third prize. Um, make sure that you check out the website uh, and then on to number three advertising for the remainder of 2023 has been sold keep an eye out for the 2024 slots um, that will be coming soon uh, and then thanks again to uh, Mr. David Camontoya coming to my aid in my time of need we now have a theme for episode 221 which is what holds you back from following your dreams and it is a doozy thank you dave um yeah throwing that one and uh letting it fall nice and neatly into my lap much appreciated so dreams what what are those dreams as i uh bob down to uh, examine this hole and discover what it is 
that I've uncovered. I'm getting closer to where it is. I've gone straight to the source of where the pipe should be, where it comes out from the meter. And I'm going to try and follow it back. But I need to focus. I need to concentrate. What are those dreams that uh, Dave is, uh, is alluding to? And I guess for me, uh, as I've said in many, many author bios for, um, for different stories and different poems that I've had accepted by World of Myth, um, by uh, other different independent publishers as well, different websites, um, I'm keen to eventually one day be a household name, be a name where you rock up at a barbecue and somebody says, what do you do? And I say, oh, I write stories. I'm not a librarian. I write stories. And when they say, oh, do, do I know anything you've written? And I mention a couple of things that I've been pub, uh, published in or a couple of stories that, um, that uh, are my work. And they say, yeah, I, I do know who you are for your writing. And I think that'll be really exciting for me. But to be able to pay the bills, to be able to be a full-time writer and be able to support my family doing something that I enjoy. I mean, technically I'm doing something that I enjoy already with the work that I do at the local library. Um, the team leader or the manager of the library service, uh, we're getting a lot of great feedback from community saying that we're doing a good job, um, putting on some great events, uh, trying to be everything that we can be for the different groups that come in, be they the retirees, be they families of young children, um, also um, uh, whether they're like the teens, uh, local indigenous, um, we're, we're trying to, uh, migrants, new migrants, um, we're, we're trying to be so much for so many. Um, and yeah, it's a, a real thrill. It's a real honor to be in that position, in that role, and to be try, trying to think for so many and on, the, on behalf of so many. It's a very exciting but very daunting, sometimes very daunting position to be in. Um, but that's not my ultimate dream. Uh, I mean, I'm very, very lucky in the role that I've got. Um, but my ultimate dream is to write, to be um, comfortable in not not having any money worries or so there's proof for you that we are in the great outdoors um not on a main road but uh obviously on a road that uh that does have the occasional car go past um and seemingly every car is uh every man and his dog or every lady and her dog um but anyway the um the whole idea of being able to write for a living and be known not as a librarian but as an author, I think, is, uh, is um, yeah, the big dream that I've got. Uh, and to be able to prove to friends and family that um, 
I have in me that ability to to write stories, write stories well, to be able to tell stories well, um, but also to be a uh, a popular author. I've I don't want to be rich, and I mean it's really it's getting harder and harder these days unless you are already a big name author to make those mega bucks in in writing. I think it's uh it's a challenge for just the um the majority of writers to be able to sustain that income uh because writing is a big risk. You you write a story and you hope that people like it and you hope that you can find somewhere um to publish it to share it more widely than your your own ability like your own blog or website or um your your own uh social media platform you hope that it's something that people are willing to to share um and you possibly hope that it's something that um people are willing to support but un- until you sort of are able to make that name and create that fan base um you you're really going to struggle to uh to be able to get your name out there um to get your um your stories widely read and to be able to um to sort of make that sufficient income through writing and through storytelling i know there's a lot of um a lot of opportunities further on from just writing alone you can do uh, appearances and you can charge um you can charge libraries and places where you appear you can charge them a fee and i'm happy as a, a library we actually have some funds to be able to cover off on those those costs we didn't originally though and that was something that i had to sort of fight a bit for we were very very lucky that we had a wonderful friends group um the uh the friends of the local library where i work um that group has been a massive supporter of libraries uh, of our local library uh and i know of other other support groups, other friend groups, um, but yeah, we've we've been very very lucky in that they were willing to support our request for um, bringing authors that charge to the library so that the community can meet their favourite authors and uh, and that sort of thing. But it's it wasn't something that we could sustain and it wasn't something that we could really reach out to the big name authors um and actually bring bring them in it was a, a real struggle for us until we were um given that support from council uh and now we've got a budget for it which is great being able to um to spend that through across the financial year to um, to bring authors in, uh, and we've yeah we've got a, a really good name now um, at my local library. Really good name for um yeah for doing that. 
which uh, which I'm very very excited about. Uh, very very excited to be able to continue to do. Uh, and one day, I would like to be able to be one of those authors that uh, that we do host, which um, yeah, I think would be a real thrill. Episode two hundred and twenty-one of the World of Myth Bits, Part Two. So I'm so sorry, everyone. My phone went flat when I was halfway through digging a hole looking for a pipe, um, and now I'm back. So uh, obviously that wasn't a dream come true. Uh, phone running flat, uh, and also I wasn't able to find the uh, the source of the pipe from the meter. So I'm still digging. I'm still looking. Uh, that is an adventure for another day. But back onto the theme of dreams and what it is that prevents you from achieving your dreams. And I guess a lot of it all comes down to what your dreams actually are. So I've kind of shared a bit of my dreams as a writer, hoping to become a household name, hoping to be able to um, write full-time and actually pay the bills and pay my way. Uh, and um, I'm hoping to be able to do it well before I need to retire. I I would like to, uh, to make this hobby of mine uh, a profitable one to the point where I can actually prove to, to friends and family that I can write can write successfully uh, and I can make a decent living doing it. That's that's the ultimate dream. So um, thank you, Mr. David K. Montoya, for uh, this doozy of a question of what it is that's actually preventing that from happening. And I guess for me and I guess for a lot of people, it all comes down to time and actually making the most of the time that you've got. And working full-time for a library is a job that I extremely enjoy. And uh, being a father of three kids and a husband for uh, a husband to a beautiful wife, um, these are things that you dedicate your time to as well. I mean, work especially. Work um, is ridiculous. It's like eight, nine hours a day in a, a weekday, and then you try and sleep for another seven or eight hours at night. So what's that? 15, 16 sort of gives you maybe nine, nine, eight, nine hours to yourself. My my maths is not great at the moment. Um, but yeah, the uh, you get the point. It's finding the time and dedicating you your what time you have left to the things that are important and for me it's important to spend time with my kids reading at night it's important to spend time just with my wife whether we're watching tv or chatting or drinking wine and having a cheese platter or watching a movie or whatever it is that we're we're doing these these things are important. They're an important way of establishing and cre uh, and continuing um, important relationships. Um, also, my 
my work relationships as well, what I'm doing at work, um, they're very important. It's um, really the the little time that seems to be left is what I get to give to writing at the moment. Um, of course, there's like opportunities to to write like short fiction, flash fiction. Um, that might take me half an hour. It might take me an hour to sort of get a um a story polished, uh, ready to send. And if I've got somewhere to send it, well and good. But uh, quite often you'll have a story that'll just pop in your head, and you'll uh, you'll smash it out, and you'll you'll think it sounds good, but then there'll be nowhere for it to go. And of course, then you're on the hunt um, for where to send it, where's somewhere appropriate, sending something, and then it might take four weeks, might take eight weeks, it might take a couple of months before there's the response. Uh, and it may not necessarily be a good response. It might be a thank you, but no thank you, or a that was great, but it doesn't fit. Um, the, yeah, it's, uh, it's the the roller coaster ride of uh, of the independent rider or the amateur rider uh, that I still feel like I am. Um, yeah, it's the the self promotion, the promoting the story, um, aiming the story at the right site or the right publisher or that sort of thing. Um, I think that's one thing also that is uh, that is preventing me from achieving that dream is um sort of not knowing my way still sort of feeling the waters still trying to establish myself my uh my name out there um and the the lack of feedback as well you sort of you you throw an uh a story into the ring and if it's good if it's well liked you don't really hear much. Uh, I mean, there's like, I've been incredibly blessed with the, um, the February March edition of World of Myth magazine and discovering that my story, uh, made me member of the month. And, uh, and that's truly thrilling. Uh, I know how you feel now, Dawn. Uh, very, very thrilled to, uh, have stolen February, March, member of the month from you. Uh, I think, what was it? Were you two months, three months in a row? You were on a really good run anyway. And I'm sure that that run will continue again. Um, you're such a talented, talented writer. But the, yeah, you don't really hear feedback. And unless you're regularly touching base with your, your stories and your poetry and that sort of thing on the, um, World of Myth website, you don't really get any idea um, until you find out, until that announcement of who was member of the month for uh, for that particular month or those particular months. You um, you sort of bit in the dark. And the same, there's another there's a, a um, another site that I submit to that the story gets published online and then gets published into a um, uh, a magazine, the two months worth of, uh, of stories and poetry, et cetera, et cetera. And that particular site, that particular, um, editor will actually send out like a heat map, uh, a world map to actually say, Hey, 
you were in the top 10 of um, readers for uh, for this particular month or this particular magazine or mm-hmm. that sort of thing. And these are the the areas where the highest readership was for your piece, which is kind of cool. It's good to know, but you only get to know that, you only get to hear that if you make it into the top 10. And quite often for that site, there might be 50 or 60 different contributors. So it's really challenging. It's really difficult to get into that top 10. Um, yeah, and then there's other sites, like there's uh, another site where there's um, 12 or probably 15 drabbles that get chosen to be um, included on the website as uh, or the Facebook page, sh- uh, shared stories. It's like the, the, the top 12 and then two or three others that they'll sort of select. Um, and so there's a lot of rejection there, but you keep you uh, the tenacity kicks in, and you just keep throwing yourself against the rocks in in hope of uh, of hearing, hey, you've got a a, a success there. And um, thankfully, I've had uh, a few successes already this year. That's uh, it's quite early on in the year, um, but there have been some years of trying to submit to this site where. Um, a whole twelve months, you will have submitted, and it's uh, it's month a monthly submission. Once a month, you'll submit, and you'll get no, and you'll get no, and you'll get no, and you'll get no, and you keep trying and trying and trying, because you want to establish yourself. You want to get your name out there as much as possible, because you want to achieve eventually achieve that dream. Um, and uh, I'd like to say that uh, another massive step towards that dream. I have been able to achieve in uh, getting, uh, I think it's M Kids Press, is a um, subsidiary of Dark Myth Publishing, and I'm very thrilled that my uh, children's novel, The Neighbour, my five-chapter children's novel, um, has been accepted. Uh, I have been working with uh, Mr. David K. Montoya, and um, Stephanie J. Barty in uh, making this book become a reality, become something that can be f- physically published or shared as a, an ebook. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's a really nice feeling to be able to know that um, in a couple of weeks' time, it will be live. It will be able to be purchased. It will be bought by people and read and hopefully enjoyed. Um, and yeah, with a, a smile on my face, I'm sort of considering and thinking about what I can possibly do as a follow-up, as a sequel, because, uh, reading the, the original story I sort of wrote in my high school days, maybe 25 years ago, maybe was like when the, where the original concept came from, um, and now with my sort of the amount of stories that I've, I've now been writing and honing that skill and hopefully improving, I'd, I'd like to think that I've improved from uh, when I was 15, 16 and sort of 
initially started writing and sort of engaging in that process. I'd like to think that I, uh, I'm a bit better writer now than I was back then, but I'm also digging up stories from my past that I sort of wrote when I was inspired and when I sort of thought, hey, here's an idea, let's get this down and not having somewhere to send it. And I'm sort of, I'm, I'm digging those up and I'm refining them and I'm, I'm having a bit of a play around with them and that sort of thing. And then I'm finding places to submit them and they're getting accepted, which, uh, which I'm really thrilled about. Um, I know that there was a lot of editing and a lot of work that needed to go in. Uh, and I thank Steph very, very much for that, uh, incredible work that, uh, that she has done on the, uh, the manuscript that I submitted. Um, and especially when she's supposed to be, uh, on a break, on a holiday. Uh, so yeah, I really, really appreciated all, all of that work that you put in, Steph. Reading through the manuscript and making slight little changes here and there to sort of refine it and strengthen it. Um, I, uh, I'm happy to say that the more that I read it, the more I enjoyed it, and I uh, ideally hope that uh, that all the other readers will uh, will find the same experience. That uh, regardless of your age, I uh, I'd like to think this is a story for everyone, something that everyone can enjoy, and it's good fun writing for kids. I uh, I'm really really enjoying it. Definitely, it uh, it gives me great pleasure to uh, to sort of explore that. Uh, that imagination, that world, that realm where anything is possible and anything can happen. So, other dreams, I suppose. The um, what are the sort of things that get in our way of our dream job? For example, I uh, I guess the there's the whole matter of needing a job in the first place, and for many of us. It's um, it's not our first our first job. That's our best job, isn't that right, Sienna? I'm here with my daughter Sienna, and uh, my daughter Sienna is um in the fast food game, yeah, aren't you? And is that your dream job, darling? No, no, that is very far from your dream job. What would be your dream job? I'll be a teacher. Yeah. Working with young children? Yeah. Or a nanny? Yeah. Yeah? Or a, like a childcare worker. Yeah, yeah. Nanny would be cool, though, if you get to travel overseas. I need money. <laughs> yes. Yeah, definitely. So that's why you're working for um, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Isn't it? Yeah. It's a start. And it's uh, learning good experiences. Yeah. Definitely. Um, your mum was a nanny, wasn't she? Yep. Uh, first, um, it's an interesting story, that's for sure. Yes, not not necessarily first job, but um, definitely a uh, very important part chapter in her life. She was a young adult. Yeah, traveling to uh, the UK and to the USA everywhere, and to uh, Indonesia. She had a family that she nannied for in Indonesia. 
Yeah, here, here, there, and everywhere, and nannying can take you to all sorts of places. Or you can nanny just here in Australia mm. as well. may not take you anywhere at all. But I'm sure that whatever your dream job is, I hope that you get it. But what is in your way of getting your dream job? Um, Probably like money and um, COVID. <laughs> yeah, the opportunity as well. Yeah. Yep. So I have you to finish school first. You do. You're uh, middle of high school at the moment, and yeah, you've still got a little, a few years ahead of you, definitely. Um, but you're sort of going to steer towards that um, preschool and school. Well, I've got um, work experience this year. Yes. Actually, next term. Okay. Yeah. The very end of next year. Yeah, and that's at a local childcare centre, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Already pre prepared, yeah. ready to go. Gotta wait for the forms to come back though. Yep. Yep. Gotta do first aid as well at school. Got a first aid course coming out this term too. Oh, cool. Okay. I've got to get my first aid as well. I, I got first aid and then it ran out. Oh, dear. So I've got to renew my first aid. So that's something. Uh, to uh, do my working with children's chat too at school. Yes, yeah, but the school will do that for you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and I think that's do just. I, do I have to like fill out forms or something? Um, I think there's an online form that they do, and it's just showing ID and that sort of thing, so that they can double check and make sure that you're okay to work with kids, which you certainly are. Mm. Yep. You're a uh, a great cousin for your young. <laughs> Our, our youngest, my youngest niece, your youngest cousin. Yeah. What a character she is. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Mm-hmm. But yes, that uh, that seems to be um, definitely what's in the way of you achieving your dreams at the moment. Is the need for money, uh, experience, training. Mm. That age as well. Yeah. Yep. But you've got a dream, and it's an achievable dream. And that's, I think, for many of us as well, is having that dream that's an achievable dream Mm. for many of us. Like for some of us, it's I dream of winning a million dollars or having a million dollars. You need like a miracle for that to happen. Yeah, maybe. Or a a good plan, willing to make calculated risks. Mm. Very good job. And um, finances behind you or somebody to back you and believe in you. So there's yeah lots and lots of things that have to go right, but you you have to have that dream, um, and you have to believe that it's more than a dream. Mm. A lot of us just dream of having or winning a million dollars, but some people know how to get it and go ahead and get it and follow that dream. Good for them. So that's the the struggle as well. the The challenge is knowing what you want, but also knowing how to get there. And for many of us, it's the how to get there that makes it not achievable. Hmm, that's very good. So, um, coming back to my own dream of becoming a full-time writer, paying my way. Getting there. Living. I am I am getting there, but it's uh, it's very much a stumble in the dark. It's the, the finding the way and knowing knowing how to make it happen. But then also writing good stories and writing the right stories for 
the places where I send them mm. as well. There was a uh, a good friend of mine, Stephen, lost the car. Oh, Stephen lost his car. Yes. Yeah. Yep. He knew. He'd written so many stories, and made connections to so many places mm. that he knew. I don't know if it was right straight away, right off the bat, but he had figured out where, like, what to write and where to send it. Oh. And I think that's what made him so successful. Is he a full-time writer? Yes. Oh. Good on him. Yeah. Yep. So I know he had finances behind him, so um, I don't know what sort of pay rate he was receiving from stories that he wrote, but I know that he got a lot of stories published. Mm. I don't know if he ended up with a thousand, but I know he um, certainly surpassed 700, maybe even 750 different um, publications, different sites that, uh, that he was published with. So that, yeah, was uh, was most certainly having the finances behind you, um, having the time, the dedication, but also having that knowledge, that pathway, knowing what to write and where to send it. Mm, yeah. I think it's it's all of those magical magical things. Having having everything fall into place. That's what you need to achieve your dream, and that's what stands in the way of many of us who have a dream being able to get there and make that happen. Yes. So I guess that comes down to how do you find out? Um, You go for it. You ask. Do you? You ask. You ask questions. And not everybody has the answers. And some people believe they have the answers and they may not necessarily be the answers for you. They may be the answers that suit them best and work best for them. Um, and they may not necessarily understand your dream either. They may hear your dream and believe that they understand your dream, but it may not be the advice that suits you. So it's asking, receiving that advice, and then pondering working out how it works for you. Sometimes it's a matter of trying it and seeing, and sometimes it's it goes good, and sometimes it goes not so good, um, but it's always asking the questions, always pondering, fitting the pieces of the puzzle, seeing how it all works. Um, and yeah, that's that's how you achieve your dreams. Yeah. And that's how you overcome the hurdles that are in the way of you achieving your dreams. Now, this is me blurting out my supposed wisdom, but whether I follow it or not is a whole other matter. Facts. Big time. Definitely. Um, so, on a lighter note, What's been some of the fun things that you've been up to in the holidays? We have just almost finished the South Australian April school holidays. And what have been some of the highlights for you? I 
apple picking. We did go apple picking, didn't we? Yeah. We had a family activity going down to Lenswood in the Adelaide Hills. Yeah. I believe it is. I think so. And yeah, this amazing apple farm run right. run by two nurses. Near Woodside. Near Woodside. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't which, it? which I think is is that in the Adelaide Hills? I don't know. No? There's hills everywhere in South Australia. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know which hills. It's a very hilly place. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, in uh over to Lenswood and it was great fun. We uh we managed to pick some Fuji apples. Yep, Granny Smith. Granny Smith, there were a lot of Granny Smith, wasn't there? Yeah. And you turned some Granny Smith apples. Into apple cinnamon muffins and apple cinnamon rolls. Yes, and they were very, very yummy. Very yummy muffins. I uh, sort of had uh, a bit to try during the um, the cooking process. Oh, that reminds me, I've got to put them in a plastic container. Oh, you haven't done that yet. I haven't done that yet, no. Mm. No. I got distracted by the need to do a podcast. Ugh. Yeah. Um, and I've tried a couple of apple cinnamon scrolls as well, and they were very nummy. Mm. Yes, you uh, you have obviously taken on. Haven't the... got a green thumb, but I've got a cooking thumb. Definitely, just like your mother. She can't do gardening either. No, we're not the best gardeners. Mm. No, no. Granny was a good gardener. Granny was a very good gardener. Papa's a good gardener. Yes, Papa is a very good gardener. There are a few people out there who are very good gardeners. I don't think any of their kids picked up a green thumb. No. I don't know about Aunt Leanne. Um, Maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure. Not Aunt Maria, though. No. 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. What else? We've been watching movies, haven't we? Yep. We went. I went shopping with Mum and Boo and Aunt Alyssa. Oh, yes. Yep, we went to Marion yep. in Adelaide. That's big shopping centre in, in Marion. In Adelaide. You spent some vouchers, didn't you? Uh, I tried. Or spent some money. money. <laughs> Lots of money. Money, money, money. Yep, money was spent. Yep. Yeah. No, it sounds good. It was good fun. Yeah. Yep. Excellent. And then we got food, and food was good. Yeah. It's always good. His sisters had like some it. sleepovers during the holidays. Yeah. Friends sleep over here and then she slept over at that person's place. Yep. Yeah. Now we've been busy. And did we see the musical in the holidays? Or was that before? Oh, uh, the, the amateur production. Chocolate at, Factory. At your school. Yeah. Yes. I reckon was that, that in the holidays? I reckon that was in the holidays. That was Nicholas's birthday, wasn't it? Ah, uh, that would have been just before the holidays then. Just before. Yep, uh, sort of all blurs together. Yeah. But that was really good. Hmm. A uh, a favourite Roald Dahl story. Yeah. Well, my favourite's Matilda. Yes, correct. She's like at the top top. Yeah, but Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, or Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, I believe the no. book's called. Yeah, but the, the musical was Charlie. Yes. Oh, hang on. No, the movie's called Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I uh, know there's two, remember? There's one with, um, what's his name? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he, I think that one was Willy Wonka. Yeah. No, the one with Willy Wonka is the one with that, like, older guy. Yeah. And then Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is with the younger guy. Yeah. 
that's got like bob cut hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've got to sort of, yeah. So, what sort of Willy Wonka did you have? You had bob cut hair? Um, Willy Wonka? I think so. Yeah. I okay. don't really know anymore. All right. Yep. It's based on the book, which is based on the movie, which is based on the book. I get you. I got it. Good stuff. Good eye. So all in all, we've been trying to achieve dreams uh, and in the meanwhile, just enjoying the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's been good fun. Done lots of sleeping. Done lots of sleeping. You have. I've been getting up early so that everybody else can have lots of sleeping. And you have to go to work. Yeah, that's true. Work schmack. Yeah. Yep. Living the dream. But your work is like good work. Yeah, I like my work. Yeah, I do. I want to work at your work. I'm living I'm, I'm living the dream while trying to achieve another dream. Too young to work at your work. Yeah. That's right. One day you'll be older. Yeah, but if they lift the COVID vaccine thing, mm. then I can come back and volunteer. Yeah, that's true. That is true. So you need to tell government man that One day. he needs to lift his restrictions. One day it will happen. Or you could just let me come back. Yeah, I can't really just let you come back. Well... Because it's a conflict of interest because I'm the well, library manager and you're my daughter. Well, you can sign a form to say that I can have privileges because I'm your daughter. Yeah. Sure. Rana wants to be back. Does she? Yeah. 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 We all want you back, yep. Anna. I know. She told me. So, anyway... We are enjoying the last few days of the holidays and we're not worried about the restrictions of well, local government and volunteering. But you do need to tell him. Yeah, sure. Say that. I'm going to come back. Yeah, I don't think he'll listen to me. Well, maybe you need to tell him. Yeah, sure. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, thank you for joining me, Nan. <laughs> and uh, hopefully, everyone is uh, finding time to. Follow their path. And talk to the government about lifting restrictions. And trying to achieve their dreams. Sounds like your dream is getting back to volunteering. Yeah, because volunteering is good. Yeah, cool. The kids, they love me. All right. Thanks, Ned. Thanks for your time. You're welcome. Love you. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>